Hey, what's up, Neil? How we doing today? Doing good, Cal. Thanks. Good. How are you? I'm doing great. So here we are. This is actually episode 12. 12. That's, That's amazing, it. isn't it? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. actually about a half year's worth of shows. Yeah. You know, when you think about it. I, uh, I, 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 th- I think I say it every episode. I'm, I didn't think we'd get, it this, get this far, but we well, did. Well, you know what? We keep plugging along, you it's know. Perseverance, bros. I don't know how those five to ten people are carrying us out there, but they just keep us going, mm-hmm. keep us coming back, right? <laughs> so, actually, you know, we, we had a quick pivot today, and we have Adam Pickler with us. What's up, Adam? How are we doing? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. So, one, I couldn't thank you more. We talked about having you on the show. I know you were kind of hesitant at first, but you actually texted me just yesterday, <clears throat> and you were like, I'm in. Right? I've been to three shows. i got two coming up. You know, we're ready to go. And uh, sure as shit, here we are. <laughs> and the very next day, it just works out, right? <laughs> so, I'm super excited to have you here. Um, obviously, me and you have known each other really going back to probably when we were 12 or 13 at least yep you know around that time we used to play against each other but then we ended up playing soccer on the wolves together it was probably the first time it was in fact uh i my first memory of you Mm -hmm. you saved a pk against me at jc park Wow. Uh, How old were you guys? One of the worst PKs I may have ever taken. But, uh, no, oh, don't give any. Saved it. You don't give it was any a little rebound. Goal. I slid in because I had a hot little temper back then. And I remember sliding in on Cal and the ref called a PK or a penalty on me on, <laughs> as soon as I did that. Well, you can't touch the goalie. But I am allowed to <laughs> All right, two foot you to the chest, no questions asked. Quickly, which way did you go? And then did you just, it was bad? Cal's left. It was bad. Oh. Actually, that's my weaker side to go to. Shows you how poorly I shot it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say that. Still um, a good save. Af- <laughs> <laughs> so after the Wolves, you know, we played with the whole Vardar Club. Yep. Um, but we ended up, well, not only that, we were actually arch rivals in high school. <laughs> right? But I went to Churchill, you went to Stevenson. 91 um, state champs. And we were, what, 90 runner ups, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, but those were some really cool games. You know, the best part was is that we played against each other and then we'd go play a club together and we really created a, a bond. And a lot of it, remember ODP? Yeah. I think it was about under 14 and a half. And that was really where we didn't know each other. Yep. And we get, but we knew of each other, so we roomed together. And then we got to know each other. And then fast forward, you know, eight years, you know, not eight years, but, you know, and five years or whatever, and we end up at U of D together. We, we Detroit have, Mercy. Yep. We, we have been friends and together for a really long time. I put a number. It's at least 35, 36 years. That, that would feel you know, about right. It's, yeah. it's been uh, it's a bond, right? It's, uh-huh, it's absolutely. part of the brotherhood. I think you talked about that in episode one. Uh, some of the brotherhood and, and it's, it, it's what it is mm-hmm. uh, yeah and that's ever. what you always miss about it right yeah, yeah. Um, and then Neil I, I don't know if you guys ever knew of each other or anything before you would D but <clears throat> obviously that's where you guys connected not really no I played for Wolves you 77 you were 75 Five. Wolves yep. you guys both, both mm-hmm. were yep I think I remember maybe when I was on 77 Wolves that 
there was a uh, ginger. <laughs> there, were there was two. a couple yeah. too. Both of them had yeah. <laughs> strawberry blonde. Yeah, strawberry blonde. Had a couple of gingers. I'm like ginger. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that guy's good. I was, I was a ginger. Yeah, so yeah. I'm but we, and not that we practiced the same, but I knew that you know because we were in the same club together. I mean, I knew there was a right. 75 wolves, 76 wolves were good, and then um, came to UAD and Adam became my roommate that was awesome which was Kel, amazing Kel called me uh the summer before you committed or as you were committing i suppose because i think you two had maybe worked at camp or i forget your connection but you called me and said i have the perfect roommate for you and gave me your gave me neil's number and i called mm-hmm. you out in uh, in the az yeah and uh said hey it's me <laughs> want a room and you said sure thing <laughs> no that was it was amazing so well when we first went to UAD. It was like we all kind of went as a block. Yeah. yeah. You know, like we all had different places we could have mm-hmm. gone and done different things. But then we were like, it was kind of nice to stay home, create something. We created this team. And then, yeah, really what it was, I don't think Pickler was there when you were on your visit. No. That's what not. it was. So you stayed with me and Jeff because me, you, mm-hmm. and Jeff okay. went. And then we had, you know, uh, Tim Blackwell just kind yeah, of yep, fell yeah, in our Blackwell. lap in the summer, like two weeks before we all went there. Um, but so, yeah, it was our freshman year. Neil came to visit because we were in Reno basement still. No, no, no. Your sophomore year, right? Or would it? No. Or no. No, you were up in the, no, the you loft. Guys, you guys were, were in the quad. East, you guys were in East. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was all the way back, in, but that wouldn't make sense because you're two years yeah. younger. Yeah, yeah, so it was East Club, but you weren't there. You were still rooming with Tim. And, yeah, Neil was there the whole time. We hung out, and then yeah. Tim ended up getting a single. And like, but, we didn't know what to do, and we are like, yeah, Neil. But to get back oh, t- at oh, Tim never had a single, to be clear. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. No. But to get back at that, yeah, the Reno basement. If you have a story or two about that, I'd like to um, hear that. <laughs> no, no, <I'm> just <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just... That we talked about it with each other, yeah. right? Yeah. So I remember it was me and Jeff, then you and Tim were right next yep. door. Four Acre was originally down the hall, but he ended up moving in with Roddick on the other wing, yep, where it was all more like the international students, yeah. And then it was each on and tree that were actually on the first, first floor. floor. That's what I didn't remember until each on was on, but that place, I don't mean, don't forget James Hain. Yeah. Oh my God, James Hain. Yeah. Oh no, he's doing huh? Shout out, James Hain. What up, James? If you just stand on the near post, you just let up all your goals on the far post. You don't get yelled at. I mean, it's common sense. Especially by Morris. Four acre, four acre. Save, save me from getting my ass kicked by James Hain. Yes. Oh man. dog. dog. Did dog put his calves right he, in his he face? In, he intercepted him on on a bus ride on a road trip back. I, I did something to piss James off, and James went to go over the seat at me and four acre just dove and intercepted him oh. and pounded him it was oh. awesome four acre is a good good guy like that i love four acre <laughs> those were some yeah those were some crazy times you know we were just coming in as freshmen i mean we were killing it on the field you know first time away from home and i mean but that was when we actually went to our very first shows together yeah so I think the first one we went to together was Smashing Pumpkins. Ninety-three, four. It would have been ninety-three because yep. it was prior. It was right after the end of the season before we ended first semester, and it was at um, 
uh, state fairgrounds. It was. Right? Michigan State Fairgrounds. Yeah. RIP, that's gone now, right? <laughs> Eight Mile and Woodward. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually, I mean, it was, it was a sweet venue. Oh, it's it was fantastic. almost like a little hockey rink. Yes, right? exactly. It was small, that. it was wide open. We were main floor. Me, you, Paul, and Bob went, I remember. Yep. And Jeff. And Jeff. And Jeff, that's right. And that was like, I remember listening to Gish like in high school, and then Siamese Dream came out in 93. They just had the 30th anniversary. Yep. Wow, so it was 30. like, I know. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> Cherub Rock was like my thing. And when I first heard that, I'm like, that was it. I'm all in. And that we went state fairgrounds, and I forget there was something, something like with Bob or something. <laughs> like happened. It was like on the way in. I don't remember. Like it's so vague in my memory. There, so there's, a, I think, a few stories attached <laughs> well, to this concert. <laughs> but, but my, I thought you were going to say my, Bob. My recollection. <laughs> well, there's Bob, more than a yeah, few. <laughs> that's that's a few podcasts worth there. But uh, <laughs> my recollection is we were walking in, and of course, before any concert we went to, we we uh, we treated pre-party. ourselves pretty nicely. Yeah, we pre-party. <laughs> and but Bob, Bob was Bob and had a mouth on him. And I remember, I don't remember what he said. I remember that he was he was he was you know the Bob Cackle and he was picking on somebody that was not in our group walking in front of us, and I remember the girl giving him a warning shot and he just kept on going as we're walking and and he, he one you know said that one wrong thing and she turned and she dropped him. I actually. Did she? I think she might have kicked him in the balls. I think. So. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think she did because it did. It just dropped him. I don't think he got hit like punched in the face. I think she kicked him right in the balls and he dropped and and oh dear. And I almost think that would be like I would be expecting. Oh, I, would, I, would, I would rather take a punch to the face. Yeah, she did. She dropped him, and I I, I remember. All of us get telling him to shut his mouth, right? right? And but but he was Bob, right? Uh-huh. And he didn't. And when she dropped him, we just looked down at him, said "f you," and we looked at her, going. and basically gave her a high five, and we kept on going. We kept going. <laughs> we yeah. left him to rub it out, to feel better. And I remember that was like the like one of the first times, you know, main <clears throat> floor, just a band, just rocking out, and like seeing those pits, you know, because yeah. some of the other shows, like even like. Um, Lollapalooza, but it's at Pine Knob. There's no real. This was just like that main floor, and it was just like waves of people. That's. Yeah. I feel like that's all it was. If yeah. I remember it correctly. Yeah. And not oh, much. Yeah. Not much stands no. built around it, but it was. Just, yeah, it was just like wide open. Yeah. You know. That was only my. That was my second concert. Really? Yeah. What was your first? Steve Miller Band. Really? Also, also oh, cool. 1993. That's pretty sweet. With, uh, with my now wife Julie. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know what? The one question I always talk to people about, and sometimes I lead in with it, and sometimes I forget. <laughs> so what is it about the live music? Because, I mean, like you said, those are your first two, but I know just over the last 30 years you've gone to a ton of shows. And, I mean, if you sit back, and you're probably approaching triple digits, if not... I don't know. I, I don't know or Cause not. Because it, <laughs> it seems like you held pretty steady as you went through the yeah, last 30 it's, years. Um, it's certainly something that my Julie and I do more regularly now. You mentioned mm-hmm. that you know, we're on a little streak right now, but uh, 
you know, every I think every guest you've asked has said something similar. It, it is the, uh-huh. it is the community. It is the fun mm-hmm. um, that goes with it. I'm uh, I'm not the guy. I'm not. I don't follow a lot about the musicians. I don't know their stories and their bands. For me, it's all about the sound. Me too. And, and so, in fact, I think I remember you saying that you don't know the words. I am the worst, and that's probably <laughs> one of the great things about concerts. I can sing as loud as I want. And be completely wrong on the words, and nobody will know. And I'm just having a good old time. Yeah. And, and well, unless me. you're actually videoing it and you send it to me, and then I play it, <laughs> and then you can hear the person in the background. That happened. <laughs> Go check out uh, "Fast Car" by Luke Combs. Is that right? Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, in, in exactly. That's always in you know. We've been going to concerts for years. I mean, we've gone to them, I think, maybe together, alone, or yep. at least only a handful. We've gone to where there's 10 people. Yep. You know, it's the community. But the part for me is just, and I've said it a million times, when you first get there and just feel the energy, and then you actually get those lights that go out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're ready, and you hear that first note, and you're just ready. Yeah. It's a, that anticipation between, typically between an opener. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, some take longer than others before the main act gets out there. But it's that anticipation. Can, they, they, you know, they turn on a different yes. light, and everybody kind of right. All of a sudden, you see their heads turn. You can uh, think they're coming. There's a different ready sound. To explode, right? I agree. There's a yeah. different. I like the way you said that. There's a different light light when it turned on, or there's a different sound. You're like, oh, and then there's a little small roar of the crowd. Ooh. You know, like it, it is. You, if it depending on where you're at, but you, almost, you notice a different sense of urgency. Yeah, like yeah. all the people in around, they're making sure everything's ready, and then all you, know, you all of a sudden you, like, all right, we're, we're we're right there, you know, and all of a sudden it happens, and it's like, gosh, and I, I mean, have to imagine the performers. Are the same way they're like they probably get oh. that same goosebumps that we get we're like oh my god I, you, you get a feeling from them too mm-hmm. from the performers right they come out and sometimes i wonder is this just a job right but, but then the way that they interact no. with the crowd and, it isn't and they well, make art, it, it feels like they're bringing something totally unique to that night yeah it's not manufactured i think yeah. it's just a feel i agree i agree <clears throat> and then i also think there's goes the other way but that's like well, you know those bands <laughs> got a few hits. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, twenty five years later, the you know, then yeah. it's like, hey, yeah, it's kind of a job, but it's still fun. It's still got to be fun as hell. You're still playing with people. Right? The, the the worst case <clears throat> is that they're playing songs you like, right? Mm-hmm. So whether they if they don't interact with you, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still get to go see a band and a show and hear music that you're you're you know and you like, right? But if they interact and they and they I play with it, you, mm-hmm. it's it's a totally it different experience. Way. Right on. I love it. Good answer. So, yeah, no, that, I love that talk, that discussion there. So, <clears throat> now, freshman year also, and this was, I think, right before, right, I think this was right after Pumpkins. Maybe before, see, back. I'd have to go back. That was, like, it was cold. It was cold it was as hell. Cold. So, they announced it on the radio. This is how we found out about it. You actually listen to the effing radio. <laughs> but, <laughs> back. You know, and he was, I think, 19 at the time when Loser just blew up. Yep. But he had already scheduled these little rinky-dink shows. <laughs> and they announced on the radio that Beck is playing the Detroit Science Center for $5. <laughs> and it's general admission, first come, first serve. And we, like, heard that, like, late the night before. And, of course, you know, it was probably coming towards the weekend. And, you yep. know, we were probably pretty, you know... Treating ourselves all right. And then we're like, well, we got to do it. 
you know, and I don't even know if we knew more than two songs by back at the time, but you knew Loser, right? And it was something to do, and it was an experience. We enjoyed a good so time. So what the hell did yeah. we do? <laughs> what did we do? We woke up. I don't remember how early, but it was early. And we, we it was had probably one of those ones where we damn near didn't go to sleep. Yeah, we, and we, we were... Uh, we were the well. We yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're connecting some dots for me. <laughs> See, that's the beauty of this. Is you know, eventually it's like everything comes together. It's those three heads finally align, and then we get to the bottom of some crap here. Yeah, the, the back back was a blast. I, mean, I think uh, it was probably one of the most fun concerts times. The, the yeah. whole thing, right? The entire day, an absolute blast. And, you know, we got out there at maybe seven a.m cold sitting in the parking lot we were probably first in the parking lot by hours we, we were literally like however many by hours, hours we were either the first four or eight people in line yeah however many people and then nobody there. came for a couple yeah. more hours oh and it was like like it wasn't drizzle it was like a constant like rain but it was like a november rain it was like not well november <laughs> rain but that was like we'll talk about that fall later. rain just miserable and we're we're in line and and then all of a sudden, I remember oh, people do start showing up. Yep. And what do they do? They go into the building, and they're all sitting there getting all warm. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> We've been here since 7 a.m. Like, we're bundled up. I yeah. mean, we're trying to stay warm any way possible. Re- you know? Reclaimed our spot in line. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, we ended up getting in, and I mean... It was a long ass day because I mean we, we were met there. some friends. We <laughs> yeah, we friends. met some, yeah we met some friends in the parking lot, and then we all finally get in. I mean that ended up being like a fifteen hour day for us by the time like he played and everything, and then finally the you know the big ending moment when he plays loser. We heard that song like three times because he'd get like. He a was, second he in, was start gone. up. Oh yeah, by then it was it was back. A f- it was it was. Uh, I probably have another story about a stop and start that I can tell in a little bit. But but Beck played loser at least three times. But each time that he stopped, he just went, oh, fuck, <laughs> I screwed up so, again. And every time he would pick it right back up from the start, he wouldn't even like pick up on that part. Which Damn. is a great little riff. But right? everyone else was just, I mean, they were loving it, right? People got more and more out of it. They were oh, having yeah. fun. They were laughing with it. Oh, and I bet she was amazing. Oh. And, and, and speaking of Tanker, since we brought up Bob Hayes earlier, I mean, he didn't even see the concert as soon as, because the day was so long. We, as soon as we came in, he sat down and back next to some science display and, and passed out, and we woke him up when we left. <laughs> well, that, we woke him up. <laughs> that was the funny thing. I mean, the stage was literally up against the yeah, wall, and it was right. all the all the science exhibits they're yeah. all out so how many people were there tops a few maybe a few hundred yeah maybe small like i said this yeah. was like his little regional tour yeah. you know or uh-huh. his first because but then loser just broke like right before yeah. so it was like you caught it right before what a fun time uh-huh. right i love that so i mean it's tough to to break away from the early days so we're not going to pickler <laughs> <laughs> i do want to make Memory sure light. you know Again, we we kind of we have a I'll say an outline, but sometimes we forget shit. We got to make sure we go back to our call out, Neil. Oh yeah, our update from season, okay. from episode four. Hey, we can do that right now. So uh, our boy uh, Ryan Maxey, who's on episode three, four, four. Yep, yep. Um, Which actually, I mean, Pickler, we all played on the Wolves together. <laughs> yeah, we won our first state title all together right. on the Wolves U sixteen. Way to go, guys! You I love that episode. Ryan was a. 
terrific guest. Uh, I know. Guest. It was awesome catching up with um, him. We're going to Ben Harper now. So I have a couple notes, but he he was just at, was this just yesterday? Well, or if you remember in episode four, he was talking about um, surprising his wife with some tickets to, um, help me out, Neil. Oh, the swell season? Yes, um, which or, was uh, Glenn okay. Hansard, right? Right. Who will play with Eddie Vedder at Ohana yeah. and stuff. Um, but if you remember, Maxie in the episode is telling us how he's surprising his wife <laughs> with these tickets to go to the show because they both really like her. And I, I mean, I to be honest, I had never even heard of him. You know, I can't lie. So I'm. This is why I love this show too. It brings me new stuff that now I can go in and kind of immerse yeah. myself in. But so he surprised me with these tickets he's talking about it and i'm like well are, is the surprise gonna be over by the time this releases he's like no but she probably will stop listening to him long before <laughs> this so it was funny because he sent the update and the last thing i wanted to say before neil's got some updates on it was i need to know did she find out before or after you know the, the surprise or whatever he said well, she didn't make it that far in the podcast. It was a complete surprise, so it's hilarious. Yeah, and we wanted to give a shout out. It's breaking into our, but to Maxie because oh, absolutely, he's a big fan. And I want to update, and, you know, kind of stuff that's going on because you always check, and we have right. you know videos from people's concerts, even if and we're not it there. Coincides with you know Maxie. You grew up. Well, played with Maxi. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I played with. Before we were driving cars, yeah. we were you know we were all playing the game. Balls. A, but what happened he's at a the great show? Contributor to the show. So with uh, with Glenn <clears throat> didn't like with. Well, Glenn Hansard, I believe. Look at me butchering his name already. <laughs> but he's a he goes and has. Uh, it was. Go ahead, Cal. Well, I think it was like for like the last hour of the show, he like brought people up from the front row. Okay. And they were just on the stage. And then they started, like, doing sing-alongs. They did, like, a Van Morrison song and stuff. And Ryan's wife was, like, on stage for, like, the last hour of the show. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah, and, I mean, he said it was an absolute phenomenal time, um, and it couldn't have worked out better. Yeah. Um, I mean, that ties back to what we were just talking about, the way that a mm -hmm. a band can interact with the crowd, to me, makes... That's live music. That's the experience. Oh, I agree. And those are the ones that get it, right? You know, and it was where was where was the venue, Neil? That was in I think Grand Rapids, right? Okay, but it was like Meyer Oh Meyer Garden or whatever. So is that I don't know. I'm not familiar with that one. I I am not either. That's it's gardens. It really is. It's true gardens as you would think of a garden. Oh really? Flowers and yeah. Oh, so it was just like out. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't know it well enough to know that if they have an auditorium. They might. Yeah, but it seems like a smaller venue. Yeah, more intimate and brought. Yeah, yeah, he brought them up, which is insane. You know, very cool. Um, so yeah, totally we're supposed to talk about that first, but hey, whatever. Well, shout out to Maxie, like I said. Oh no, I mean he's a huge supporter. I love doing that episode, and and I know that. At least people that are close to us, I they found a lot of fun in that one just because they couldn't get over the fact that it's been 32 years since we've actually talked. And then it was like we hadn't missed a beat, you know, and then now that we're going to a show together. Um, That's incredible. The trips down memory lane are one thing, but to reconnect. Oh, and now me and Neil are going fantastic. to Porno for Pyros with Shaq. That's awesome. So we're, all, we're going to that, um, you know, 
my kids, who were both guests, and obviously my kids, but we're all going to Greta Van Fleet. That was my Father's Day gift. Very cool. Um, me, Neil, and the kids are, you know, Kenny and Avery are going to Pumpkins. You know, now me I'm and jealous. Jo- Very jealous. Why don't you come? It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. We're it's actually going to do a September or something, right? It should September be six. It should be. Why don't you come? It's a Friday or Saturday. No, it's a fucking Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to work on Thursday, do you? We will. We'll, we'll touch base on that one. But yeah, we're. we're I'm, I'm about, empty nesting now. I need to fill my time with things. There right. You go. We're planning on doing like a pop up episode just to. Very and, cool. Uh, actually, Shaq and Charlie and his wife are going to be there. Oh, so Cynthia. We're try, uh-huh. <clears throat> so That'll yeah. Be fun. Um. So speak. I mean. It's so funny. I mean, I just want to talk about the Smashing Pumpkins so much, but we actually had a huge connection with them, you know, yeah. early on. But the one that I will never forget, and I would put this easily, probably in my top three concerts of all time, if not the number one. Because I actually, I'd have to like try to think about it, you know, but easily top three. So this was Breslin Center, which is um, Michigan State's basketball arena or whatever, right? right? And (laughs) if you remember, it was right at the end of the school, our freshman year at UAD. Yep. And it was actually the same exact night as our all-sports banquet. (laughs) So back then, it wasn't like we had our own specific for soccer. It was all the sports together. And... Out of our entire soccer team, me and you were the only two that bailed on it. <laughs> and me, you, and Deho drove in my old black Mustang from U D. Deho drove in from Western. Yep. Then we left from there in my car to Eastern, not Eastern <laughs> to uh, to Michigan, Michigan State. State. And we actually met up with Paul, Bob. Dan O'Shea. Some Marauders. And Lars. Yeah. yeah. But they were separate from us. So it was just me, you, and Deho. And we had the seats way up, like, in the in the bleachers or whatever, right? It wasn't even, like, seats. And then all I remember was Billy Corgan hit that first note. <laughs> and you might even have led the charge. I don't even know. <laughs> we decided those seats weren't good enough. No. So what, what happened, Pick? As uh, soon as Billy hit that first note, as Kel said, we decided we are going to get to the stage, and and we did. We we led a an entire rush of human beings yeah. to the stage, and Kel and I got all the way to the front, and we braced ourselves because it was a crowd. Held on for dear life. I think I ended up, you know, I'm the smaller of the two of us, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I did. I we did bulk up a little bit by that we, time. We were a little. We were both about thick, twenty to twenty five pounds heavier. Very, very, very good weight. Love talking about yeah. very good weight. Thank God you did, because otherwise you would have got smashed. We could have been hurt. We could have been hurt bad. This podcast might not even be going on right now if that happened. I. Uh, it was. An amazing experience sitting, you know, five feet from Billy singing that yeah. entire time, but also probably the most uncomfortable and painful. I have one other story about that, but uh, uh, that I had ever been because I was pressed. I mm-hmm. was I was flat well, against like we, that barrier. We talked earlier. Yeah, it was yeah. actually. It, I remember it was like a, more like a cement wire fence. Yeah. And it had like a little bit. It just that little like square tubing. Yep. And I remember, like, I've said this on the show. I mean, like, I hunched down and put my arms like this, and I held on, but I kept my head low because 
you had that swell of people always rushing. Yep. But then you had all the crowd surfers that would come overhead. <laughs> but if you kept low in the first row, <laughs> you, just you would up. never get hit. They would fly right over you. And those people would fall in like, it was only like a six foot gap. Yeah, between that fence and, and the, the stage. stage. So I mean, and you just saw a bunch of people flying over crowds. They're like, flying oh, over, and I mean, I ain't shitting you. I mean, I was at that point. I mean, again, we like to party. We had some fun, and I mean, I was almost like locked in. And then like I'd look over at James Ehaw, and like you know, and like you're all over the place. But it was like you almost were listening to it in this intimate setting. You almost heard him sing it not through the speakers. Sure. You were so close that you almost just heard him, you know, it was like it, a weird... It was personalized at yeah. that point, right? Like, you really were... There, you and then thousands of people behind right, us, but Breslin's they weren't part of what we were doing. At least mm-hmm. 10,000 back then, at least. Oh, yeah. More. Yeah, no, they're probably good 20, yeah. And we were actually, if you remember, the stage was there. We were all the way on the other end. So, I mean, we got... Not only did we down. get down, and yep. I mean... I remember looking and all everyone was just rushing through those aisles. It was just who could get there first. Yep. Dang. And remember, it was like, it was kind of an old timer. You know, Mal at this time. Oh, right. 50. <laughs> and he actually got a little hole in my shirt. I did one of these and I just kept going. And I never looked back. And then I think I got up there. I actually took my shirt off, tied it around my waist, <laughs> just in case, like the 60 guy or 50 guy was going to track me down. Okay. I just remember begging people to get off my back. Because oh, I was so you were, smashed. You and, were kind of like, and you weren't actually up right on the thing. You were kind of half in, yeah, so you yeah. were getting twisted. Yeah. No, what a, what a, what an amazing So what I remember about that, too, Brad, is we, we leave. And we missed the soccer banquet, but there was an after party back in Livonia. So we were trying to get from Lansing to Livonia. And at first we walk out, and, you know, I'm like, Feeling pretty good. I think we can do it, you know. And we look at each other, and all, you know, me and Checker look at each other like, we ain't driving anywhere. <laughs> but Deho, I mean, actually, you know, I think he had quite a few early on, but I mean, you couldn't drink in there, you know. So he's like, yeah, I can do it. So he drives us back to the party, right? <laughs> and by the time we get there, we're like, hey, how'd the banquet go? Because <laughs> we just saw the smashing pumpkins. <laughs> that was the first of two banquets I scheduled, by the way. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> And then, so I just remember we showed up and, you know, we were only 19. Not yeah, e- yeah I, was, we were, I think we were both 19 at the time. No, you wouldn't No, have. I wouldn't have been. You were 18. I was 19. Yeah. We show up. And, I mean, we can't buy beer. So we just show up. And we're expecting stuff. And there was, like, nothing left. You know, <laughs> so I remember drinking, like, Jack. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear this noise coming from downstairs. <laughs> It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's not embarrassing at all. And the basement door, you know, coming from the downstairs, all of a sudden flings open, and Pickler has this guitar <laughs> that's hooked up to an amp. Yep. <laughs> and all of a sudden he comes to the stairs and just starts ripping on this thing, singing, smells like teen spirit. <laughs> the only words to the song I knew. Yeah. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> but... It almost sounded like you were playing it. Because, I mean, it really wasn't that. To those who had as much as we did that night, it definitely sounded like I was playing it. <laughs> I've seen karaoke now, now and again. And I, think, and oh, I just yeah, remember just, like just like laughing hysterically. That was like almost the culmination of our freshman year, right? Because I yeah. think it was like the next week or something we were going to all you know head out on our way. And it's like, 
oh my god i gotta go back to my parents house and you know for the next three months i'm not gonna see these people what the hell is you know? yeah not us no not actually us. we the actually party continued through the summer yeah, the party yeah. Continued <laughs> until um we had to train for our yeah. national championship <laughs> run in minnesota and me and pickler were so effing fat i mean there's no other way to put it coming out of our freshman year I probably put on... I was fat, too, coming on my freshman <laughs> And my sophomore year. I put on no less... And my less. senior. Junior year, I wasn't... <laughs> I put on no less than 25 pounds that freshman year. You probably put on at least 20. I put on 25. I took off 30. <laughs> do you re- but do you remember the one time... Pickler walks in and you had you hadn't got a haircut. You're all straggly. You had on a flannel shirt tucked in with a belt and jeans on. And he had on, like, this beat-up ass hat and he walks in and Jim Thomas goes Jesus Christ Dan Connors here from Roseanne John Goodman of course you weren't that big but you're much shorter but at, but at 18 that? 19 it looked that big oh my god so yes for a soccer player no. oh my god D1 athlete scholarship athletes I earned it I earned it very well <laughs> but no we did remember we busted our ass going to the nationals that year and we yeah. each lost like 30 pounds we won re- we won the state we won regionals we were going to the nationals in Minnesota and it, it didn't turn out the way it, we would have liked. But the club uh, career ended a little unceremoniously for the both of us. Yes, <laughs> I believe me, you, and a couple of others actually all had red. We cards. saw red that day. Yeah, yes, I was. I was watching. I was there watching you guys play. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah which, which actually goes back to m- one of my first memories of you. <clears throat> so that was before mm-hmm. we were rooming, and yeah. I remember being at uh, that's right the, the banquet beforehand mm-hmm. and meeting you uh, and more <laughs> Morris. Being there and uh, having a good time, but it led to, I'll say my my second outdoor concert, Lexi Lawless. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I bet you that was sweet. Because kicking balls. That's right. Is not I forgot the about that. It's not against the law. In it's fact, it, in fact, on the soccer field, it's strongly encouraged. <laughs> strongly encouraged. <laughs> so, before we leave our freshman year. <laughs> we've almost made it right but we used to go to a bar called the impound the impound and it was thursday nights and where was the impound it was in Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. Right yeah, off of 94 ish. Yes, we have some, we have some yeah. listeners from like Minnesota and Ohio. Yeah, no, it was in Detroit. Really know, you know. <laughs> it was, no, yeah. Detroit. We do have that one person from Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was each on. He happened to download and I was there. But hey, we got listeners in Nicaragua, everyone. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um,. So, yeah, going there last week, right, finals are pretty much done for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's winding down. I think it was the final Thursday night, and people are actually starting to go home on Friday. And the impound, every Thursday night, they had a live band. Well, it just so the stars effing aligned that that night, Red Eye was playing at the impound, which is... uh, uh, Giovanni and Robbie's Robbie. band and Carl was yep. the drummer. I don't remember the bass player. Um, but anyway, so we 
actually, it was our last hurrah. And we were going to be moving out of Reno Basement. We used to drink 20, actually 30 packs of Meisterbrow, which is the master brew. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we would get 30 packs for like seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine, yep. something like that. Yep. Um, and we decided <laughs> that me and you, we were finally done. We were literally done with our freshman year. We made it. You did much better than me, by the way. You were always a much better student. You actually put in the work. Not that studied. year. Not that year. Not well, that year. you. I had to have next year. The following year was a recovery. You picked it up. Me. Yeah, you picked yeah, it up. But you know, yeah. you did. You, you actually you had the discipline. I skipped where the final my fir- my first year. I remember walking down. I skipped by the, the final field. my last year, and then yeah. when my professor asked why did you do that, I said because all I needed is a C to graduate, and I figured out if I didn't turn it in, I would get a B. <laughs> And I'm happy with a B. He said, are you serious? I said, yeah. He goes, actually, you get an A. <laughs> no shit. That's he, actually, yeah, he, that's pretty smart, bro. That's, that's, like, that's what they call street smart. Well, that's yeah. what I, I literally, and I remember, like, my mom was like, are you actually going to graduate? Because it's like five and a half years, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was engineering. And, you know, like, but. Well, I lasted one <clears throat> semester in engineering. So right. I get so, it. anyway, so we have... At that point, we probably had about $8 to scrape together. <laughs> and we got a 30-pack of Meisterbrow. No one else is with us. And it's probably like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. And me and Pickles went one for one, bonging beer after beer <laughs> until that 30-pack was gone. And it was one and a half hours I that think- it took us. And I, I think you, I think you won. I think it was sixteen fourteen. So I always have to win. Yeah. That was. Uh, I remember that very well. And I have a college age son now. Uh-huh. Well, actually, two. Uh, another one well, started yeah, yeah. this coming week. That's right. But, uh, you know, it's tough to so it's, remember Jacob. when they actually yeah, make it there. Yeah. You know. So I don't think the bong is still a thing. At least not in my son's circle. <laughs> but. Uh, that that was a long day. For a long day, we <laughs> long and fun day. I oh, imagine. Right? Well, you know what? It really wasn't because at a certain point, what? I remember showing up. Flash. I remember showing up to the bar, and I remember you just being in much better shape. Like you were dancing, doing whatever, and I remember being an absolute mess. And at one point, I touched. Giovanni's Wawa pedal, and he just put a sole of his shoe right in my chest, ah. and then I like sat on the edge of the stage most time like a <laughs> effing zombie. Pickler just kept going. I remember you were actually like not just going, but you were still actively drinking. I, I, we I, would have flaming Dr. Peppers there. Remember those? I didn't until right now. <laughs> until right now. Yes. And what is that? It's like a beer, and I think it's amaretto with a little bit of 151 on top um, you that you light me. on fire, and then you drop yeah. the shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've blow it out. Dr. Pepper yeah. before. And you drink it, and it tastes exactly like a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah I know you know. But uh, amazing. amazing. For, that, for that one person in Nicaragua, <laughs> they don't know what the heck we're talking about. Amazing that we even stand here to remember these stories. Well, like I said, it usually takes the, it takes a village. It does. <laughs> so the the impound, we we frequent that a, a few times, did we not? I mean, you know, it was, it was actually. I mean, we were always very good during soccer season. You know, like we would usually 
We look forward to coming back from road trips. Oh, we would have fun <laughs> after games. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, yeah. you know, we wouldn't tear it up during the week. You know, yeah. we were usually pretty good. But, uh, yeah, we usually... Because I, I recall being there a few oh. times as one of the oh. one of the few, few places local. I'll call it local. Yeah, we used to go all, at by the end of the, our freshman year. We would go almost every Thursday. Yeah, I mean we yeah. were there probably two straight months every Thursday. I, I, I. So before we exit our college years, I cannot fail to mention our senior year. So we all played soccer. So our senior, year, we were all on the same team. And we had always been so close to winning the conference tournament title. We had won a conference regular season title. Um, we had, I'll never forget, 16 wins our freshman year. We lost in the final to um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And that was like Glover and Ponatowski and Messing, Jay Williams. The original, the original crew. Yeah, yeah, that was like their last hurrah. So it was awesome to have a year like that. We yep. came in as freshmen, 16 wins. By the end, I want to say we ended up with like seven or eight freshman starters. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was one of those, it was unheard of. Sophomore year, we did pretty well, but we lost in sudden death overtime in the semifinals of the tournament. Yeah, to who again? Milwaukee, the Milwaukee. Goal, the goalie scored on me That's on right. a free kick. Fuck Milwaukee yeah. on a deflection. <laughs> on a deflection. That's right. Paul Royal. Ah, oh, names from the past. Yeah. S- junior year, so sophomore year, we went eight, eight, and four. We never had a losing season. We had a five hundred straight five hundred season. Our junior year, we went thirteen, six, and two, mm-hmm. and we lost to Butler. In the final. Heartbreak. In overtime. And we were up two to one with like five minutes to go. We were a man down for over half the game. Yep. Um, shit just happens. And we ended up, I mean, we were a man down. It goes to overtime because they scored late, tied at 2-2, and then they just pumped us. Like yeah. We were dead. Um, but I do remember that year you had to beat, it was Southern Connecticut State to make the NCAA tournament. Oh, I did not remember. It wasn't that. an automatic bid even our yeah, junior year at that time. It was not an automatic bid till our senior year, which we're coming to now. So we had that year we ended up fourteen, four and four. Um, our second best year. And we did not win the regular season. Nope. We lost to Butler that year. And we went to the conference tournament and we beat Loyola in the first game. Yep. And I will never forget this. I know it's ain't music related, but you know what? I don't even effing give a shit. Nobody. <laughs> this my episode might be two hours. And if you want to listen, yeah. to it, hey, I'm sure like five people will stay tuned. Like mm-hmm. Charlie, you know, maybe Shaq. <laughs> yeah, well, guys. thank but you, now. Charlie and Shaq. Yeah, we're, we're no, lovely. but we played Loyola, and I will never forget that I let up like a free kick goal, nutmeg, right through my legs. Yeah, I went down to do like a forward dive, and I went through my arms, through my legs, and I'm like, Holy. "You're not the first goalie to do that, nope. nor the last." And I, I was, like, was the loudest after it happened, though. I, was, I screamed <laughs> "fuck" yep. as loud as I could, and then the first thing that came to my head is, "Holy shit!" And not only if my career ends in this fashion in the first <laughs> round, the way that, had, but all we had 11 seniors yep. that year that had been so close, and it was actually geese. Who saved us? He scored the second goal, and I'll never forget. Someone was going down the line and did a cross, 
across the lawn, and Geese came sliding in left foot and just got wiped out too. He got hurt on the play, but scored. I do remember now. And we won two to one. Yep. And I remember after the game, I'm like, I went up to him. I'm like, I know you got hurt, but we're gonna fucking win this because you say you fuck know, you, I, Loyola. <laughs> no, it was it was it was it was a great game, and we we played them tough that first yep. Doug game in Chicago when we were like 45 minutes late to the game. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so then fast forward to the second game. The longest game any of us have ever played yeah. in our life against the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Semifinal. That, which, mind you, they were our number two rival. Yeah. And Butler, Butler. was our number one. Easily Butler. A lot of Michigan Michigan boys on yeah. the Butler team. Oh, those mm-hmm. are fun games. Yeah. So we're playing Milwaukee. It's early November, and it's actually snowing. Right? And I remember, I think I gave up a goal first. Then Savvy Max scored a goal, tied it up. So we played 90, we're tied. We played 30 minutes of overtime. Yes. Tied. We played 30 minutes of sudden death overtime. (laughs) Tied. So we played two and a half hours of full soccer. And then we went to a shootout. Yep. And... We go through, I think we missed our third shooter, Dario missed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Milwaukee scored their first four. Yep. And then it came down to their fifth shooter. He was a good player. Yes. Uh, Who's the Marshall? Marshall. Wasn't was he their forward? Yes, yeah. David Marshall. Yep. Very good and fucking player. if he makes it, everything's done, we're short <clears> again. And I will never forget this until the day I die. Someone from the crowd, because by this time, the stands were completely packed because Butler and the other team were supposed to play after mm-hmm. us. I mean, they were supposed to be pretty much done with done. their game at this point. <laughs> to remind everyone, this is semi-panel. This is semi, yeah. yeah. And so he sets the ball, and someone screams from the crowd, how nervous are you, goalie? Because if he makes it, it's over. Well, he takes How nervous it. are you, shooter? Shit. And he shoots to my right, and like I'm already leaning that way because I read it. And I actually remember I drag my arm and I save it. And I looked over at the crowd. I'm not who said Dope ass save, by the way. Dope ass save, dude. <laughs> Fucking ass. Cal, Cal, before he even tells the finish to the story, God. Cal was the man. <laughs> I've seen there, her, there's I've n- seen Cal save some shots that shouldn't have been saved. Well, that was a long time ago. If, if, I know. One of the best goalies, <laughs> and I think if... If you're watching, his ability to read on PKs yes. was far, except for you. He just After said I it. saved that one when we were like twelve. <laughs> I never saved another <laughs> one of yours in practice or anything. You already just said it. I read it. Okay. You know, I read him. Well, I knew where I was going to. I read it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. I looked at the crowd and all I said as I was pointing to myself, I said, "How nervous do I look now, bitch?" <laughs> that was so freaking cool. But yeah. that didn't take us to sudden death PKs no. yet because. No. The Fodog <laughs> had to step up and right. drill it. Yep, and fucking nailed but it. But next to you, he was the best PK he shooter. He nailed it. And he never changed. He went to his left side, but he put it just yep. inside that post every time. And yep. it's Fifth exactly, shooter. I the told you I'd fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Joe. So then it's sudden death, six shooter, and their guy comes up. And he's a left footer. 
and again, I just read it. He goes to my left, and I save it. Yep. My weak side. Yep. But I save it, and I caught that bitch. I didn't say nothing. I just walked away. <laughs> and who walks up? Pickles just calmly walks up, gets the ball, sets it down, and just drills it. Left side, right? You went left, right? Pretty much almost up. I up mean, the middle. Pretty much up Down the middle. The middle. Okay. He would wait for the goalie to move. And uh, my, I, 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 I claim to be the, the inventor of okay. the, the pause. But it was very was, subtle. Yes. Very I was, subtle. I was doing that shit back in 96. It was like you'd take your leg back and it would just come back a little bit slower. Yep. Yeah. yep. And you I, did. And I, I always I, waited for the goalie to give his, mm-hmm. his lean. Dang, and that, well, dude. And then I knew he would do that, and then I would keep my ground, and then you were good enough that you could put it to either side where mm-hmm. I can't react quick enough to yeah. get there anyway. Because you'd have to make a choice. Am I going yes. right or left? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the most amazing, like, for that. So, so the ref on that one, I'm going to brag a little bit, uh-huh. but I remember walking up and the ref saying, it's really cold. And I said, I, I put the ball down, and I said, you're welcome to go to your car. I'm about to score. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. So it's my moment of glory. So I remember so I own it. when you own, when you scored that, I freaking ran right to you, and rightfully so. But I wanted to run to Cal, but the goalies don't get enough. Because, <laughs> yeah, Cal you know, deserved it exactly. And I'm like, I ran to you, and I'm like, so <laughs> we ran, and then I you know what? It's, it's funny because Cal, I'm like, oh my god. I think Paul still has the video, and I will. I really want to get it so yeah, we can does. all watch it again. It's a great video. Because it's funny because you do. You score and you do the typical thing. You run and then everyone chases away. you. Yeah. And <laughs> actually, yeah, I kind of held back in my own. And I forget who it was. I want to say it was either Jeff. It might have been Fodog, But it could even have been Dario. I'm not sure. But someone came. But for me, like, that was your glory. I had my own. Goalies mm-hmm. are very personal. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have your own kind of weirdness and like. I was going to say, you guys are weird. You end up, well, you're the, we are, but you're like, the, you're the last. You're on line. an island. You're on the island. Yeah. You're the last yeah. line. If you fuck up, people see it. If yep. everyone else does, mm-hmm. you're the one that saves it. You know, and you're your own biggest critic. So like in that moment in time, like that was my, and that goes back to like the Loyola game. I made up for that first game. Yeah. Someone covered right me, on. I covered for someone else. Yep. And then everything was so effed up with weather and everything. Mind you, that game, I remember looking at the score sheet. Each team had 44 fouls. <laughs> the sheet only had enough space for 40, and each one had four extra. That game had 44 fouls. It was a bloodbath for two and a half hours. <laughs> it I wasn't mean, good soccer. No. Oh, it was. I mean, it was snowy. The weather. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. But then the following week, we did play Butler, yep. who had beat us yeah. in the year. I mean, we were... We struggled against them. We ended up beating them 2-0. We had the NCAA's Black Wolves goal was one of the best Georgie ever. Scored, Georgie scored, too. Georgie right? scored yeah. the first one, which caught, you know, collected it, fire post, mm-hmm. then it around Plasic. A couple of uh, all-timers for you at oh, yeah. mention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Blackwell nutted that guy right at the corner of the 18 and <laughs> hit a far post. Once that Ooh. went in, I remember hearing Souls scream, we're going to the tourney, because that was like... Three minutes left. Yep. I mean, you, yep. you could celebrate at the time. <laughs> All right. So is this about music, this podcast? It is. It is. But you know what? <laughs> we'll probably do a sports podcast, too, in the future. No. If so, you guys like that. It, it's just hard not to, you know, because all that's connected. <coughs> yeah. You know, like, we've connected on different levels, and now, you know, I don't can't play avoid anymore. It, as you said. We've, yeah. we've been friends for 35 years. And, I mean, shit, and- in 2007, the three of us, um, I mean, and, like, we had, like, 
10 people for this one. We went to Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. Oh, it was gosh. the first time Corrigan and Chamberlain were back yes. together. Yep. And it was, was at, uh, I think it was at the Fox, but we all met at the State Bar. And, like, yep. you and Lindsay and maybe Keith or someone came or something, and you, Paul, and Leah came, me and uh, Emily, and then John. John, yep. And uh, his wife at the time all came. So we had a ton of people. But I'll never forget when everyone started showing up, I looked at you and Paul, and I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell happened to these guys? But the U of M played at like new. And it was like, you guys, I forget who it was against, but you guys were already primed and ready. <laughs> and uh, we actually had seats with you. And I remember by the end, Leah made the comment, I will never take those two to a concert together again talking together. about you and Paul. Yeah, together. Maybe just Paul was a qu- Paul was a yeah. question mark even with him, but definitely not you two together. <laughs> but by that time me and Emily had actually snuck down and got uh, on the main floor with John and and uh, I just I remember not eating that day. Oh and, which is Paul's MO, right? Oh absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and thinking as we were getting there, going, This is probably not going to turn and out well i remember not doing well you did not go, well. I, I went saw a guy that i knew um that actually played on one of my men's soccer teams with me and the next day i saw him went to my game the next day uh, yeah and he <laughs> i just remember him saying that he saw me go into the restroom and he said i was leaning against the wall in a way that i thought i was holding the building up <laughs> <laughs> So fun day, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that concert I remember was not very good. No, I mean, I'm not, it was. The it was just had their new album out, and they, and then I think even we probably mentioned this. But Corgan goes, "We're not gonna play all their old uh, songs." I was like, Whatever, bro. Really? And now he's playing all this fucking old shit. And you should. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Which you know they got I, back together. I it was, dig. I, and. But the thing was, it didn't even come close to touching those old shows. You no. Know? no. But you know what? Right. Now you go back and it's like, it, it does bring you but back to But guess what? We had shows. a fucking fantastic time. <laughs> yeah. You know, in, my, in my mind, I, uh, you've, we've gone through, I think, the three Pumpkins concerts that I had been to mm-hmm. with you. And then on one of your recent uh, episodes with Ichan, you talked about the G- Guns N' Roses uh, concert at, at Little Caesars. And how pumpkins and I, I was there. And oh, really? I, yeah, and, and so all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, four. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, you did see the pumpkins with GNR? I did. Oh, I did. nice. I did. Um, what did you think of GNR? Uh, at Ford Field, phenomenal. Oh, so you were at Ford, so I you were there. That's yeah. right. we were there together. Yeah. We just yes. weren't together. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I, I thought do that, remember that. That was like their first show in forever yeah 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 they have one that was little, their very first one yeah yeah no, yeah one little, right. small yeah, a little uh almost like a bar yeah like whiskey yeah. or something yeah. yeah but uh i thought ford field they were amazing little caesars honestly i don't know if it was them or where i was at little caesars we sat in really high seating kind of behind all that gondola and it just like sound didn't carry there yeah. it just it, it wasn't a great show right. um again don't know if it was them or, or little caesars i've been and to a i few do little think caesars. at that point the pumpkins i think james e howe was back with them i think that's right uh-huh. I, I think honestly, that was when he first kind of came back it clearly wasn't memorable for me at the right. time because right. it, it took you and each and neil talking about it for me to even remember mm-hmm. that i had seen them one more time so you have definitely come a far 
way with your musical taste. <laughs> where, are we, where are we going? <laughs> well, I remember uh, before we were ever in college, and then obviously in college, I didn't realize like how big of a Michael Jackson fan you were. <laughs> which I'm not. I always told you like I have nothing against Michael Jackson, but like you actually like loved Michael Jackson. Yeah, I loved a lot of his songs, but yeah. you were like. Did you ever see him live? No. 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 Damn. No, unfortunately. That's a shame. Remember being a little guy and my sister's one of her best friends at the time uh when he came to the Silverdome way back when and thinking, Oh, how amazing. Was that when it was the be? Jackson five? No. Oh, he was, he was, was this was thriller. This was thriller. Oh, for thriller. People wore buttons on their jackets. Crap. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's thriller and then bad. I mean, you couldn't touch. Them. No, I mean, man in the mirror you know, to me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I I'm a fan. Uh, but even you know what? Uh, some of the ones I put on my play is some of the older stuff. Yeah, like rock with you and like some of that stuff. Like yeah. that's really good. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm what I would call a mainstreamer. All right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't dig into a lot of music. I don't know the, the musicians' stories. I'm radio play. At least I was, especially younger. I think having met you, or not met you, but gone to U D and really getting exposed uh-huh. to music. I think even you and Ichan talked about Green Day. So Ichan gave you Green Day. You gave me Green Day. Right. I remember going right. to the the record store so- at Berkeley. Right. There's a little record. Yes. Yeah, and, and yeah. Loading up on CDs and like, well, Kel told me to get Green Day. I'm getting Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Jeff showed up with Jim Blossoms? What you lose a bat? Everybody likes who they like. I know. We used to give people a hard time. I know. It. But no, you know what? Actually, that brings up a, a cool topic. Um, so I was contacted by uh, another podcast, Sunday Night Army. And today. You know, he actually said he was looking for, like, five or six uh, podcasters to answer two questions. So, of course, I saw it said, I'm in. There you go. And, one, i got to make sure I haven't missed any sort of deadline, but he said no timeline. So, I think I'm in still good shape. But he had two questions. The first one is uh, a band that you like didn't follow or never really heard of all of a sudden you're exposed to them you're like holy crap i really like them and then you kind of just dive in and then the second is a band that is huge and like a phenomenon almost or whatever but you just don't like them and you don't get it hmm great question so um for me, I'm going to probably kill two birds with one stone, and I can just keep it quiet at this point as we talk about it. But uh, for me, like the, the first question, the band that I never even heard of or whatever didn't follow that I'm like, wow, they're really good, is The National. They were never on my radar, but you and Paul and Keith and Lindsay would always talk about them, and then I started listening to them a little bit. I really like the lead singer's voice. And there was some songs that just really were awesome. I'm like, wow, this is... I really like it. And then I actually saw the documentary. Uh, I think it was the lead singer's brother oh, did yeah. the documentary yeah. Yeah, and followed him around like on tour <coughs> and stuff. So I watched that, so like, I got immersed even more with it. So then it's like, now I'm even more invested in it. So like for me, it's The National... Which I know you're a huge fan of. They were just here. It's probably um, my favorite band. <laughs> I think I've said Now, it. the other one that I don't get 
and this has been a, a thing I've struggled with for 30 plus years is U2. Um, now U2, which I can't argue, like Joshua Tree is a good album. Yep. But I never understood like when they just were like Octum Baby and anything after, I have no use for. <laughs> so like when I balance it against what I was listening to at the time and stuff. Like So you kind of compare the game and I've always said I'm a snob sometimes and I definitely give people a hard time and don't give them their due. We should end this podcast now. Cause the other one, actually, you know what? Some other ones that I was fighting, actually, you know what? It might not be you two. Because they do have Rattle and Hum and Joshua Tree. I was just say, ooh. You know who it is for me? It's not you two. Thank you. You saved yourself. Foo Fighters. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what anyone says either. And Pickler, he have a, you I have an objection to that? I do. So, I've said like my part. Them, I got the National, the one that I, I do listen to, and the Foo Fighters I just don't get. No, I, I, want, I want you two to have how about things Neil, Neil, you go at it first. Um, gosh. <clears throat> now you like it. I mean, there's plenty of bands out there that I'm like, oh, I didn't like them, and now I like them. Gosh darn it. I couldn't what? even... I mean, I can think of one, but... What about that one? Well, all right. Because that's it? actually <laughs> one kind of for me, too. I mean, I like Coldplay. <laughs> you know what? Well, I, I call too. myself a mainstreamer for a reason. Right? No, I, I mean... I do like Coldplay, and I saw them in concert, but for me, yeah. I never gave them the time of day. Mm. So I could even probably change out the national and go Coldplay. Mm-hmm. And it was actually you that would really it's like, no, I've seen them in concert like multiple yeah. times. Like the show's I, amazing. And then you go and it's like you know every single song. And the songs are damn good. This comes back to, to, to I think, the root of why you do this podcast, right? <coughs> Live music. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to, so I love you two. Love them. Uh-huh. Do not listen to their music Which on one? The radio. Where are you going? Because uh-huh. I, I don't even want you to wait to tell us where you're going to see you two. I'm going to Vegas. Uh, in October, The U2 is, is opening up um, the, the sphere. new Sphere. Yes. Right? So, very first concert. So I won't, I'm not seeing the first show, but, but first, oh, first, okay, first performer to play there. Okay. Um, and I'm pumped. I mean, I honestly, you know, it's a band that I have loved for years. You touched on the albums, but it's the early ones, right? Yeah. War and Boy and Joshua Tree is what totally hooked me. And Rattle and Hum, to me, is is top five for me. And that was a double, wasn't it? Rattle yeah. And hum? yeah. Yeah. Now it, you've seen them before, correct? I think I have. I think this will be my seventh. No shit. Yeah. So I, is that the most you've ever seen? Is this is, is U2? Yes. U2 uh, is seven. Pumpkins, as we've talked about a bunch. Four. Yeah. Coldplay. I think, I think you said four. Is four. You saw a couple times in Chicago, didn't you? I have. I took uh, my son Jacob and I have twice now gone to see them. Oh, nice. That's always fun. Soldier Field. So you do. You kind of. Yeah. You have gone to shows with your kids and kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb is still just. Uh, we took him to Imagine Dragons. Okay. So so you want to talk about, it's not a band I follow, right? No. But, but live performance changes things. Yeah. And Bro. the way, going cool. back to the idea of the way that they interact with the uh, audience to me. That's is, how Neil was a Sugar Ray. Is <laughs> I love Sugar Ray. <laughs> 
I have no more words. <laughs> no. But imagine dragons. Yeah, I mean, just it was a, again another one of those examples. It's funny you say that because like, I don't. To the I, crowd. I'm not a mm-hmm. fan of them at all, but you know their songs, and of yeah. course they put on a show. Oh, they're good. They're it was very, like a yeah. guy I work with. He saw them at Masonic or something. He's like, "Yeah, one the venue was super cool." I'm like, "I've never actually been there." But he saw Mad Dragons. He's like, I never really heard of them, but they put on such a good show. They were incredible. Right. Mm-hmm. They yeah. really were. I like, Absolutely. I like what you just said about that. Like going to see, and you're like, wow, they're actually really good at whatever the venue they're at, or they sounded good. You know, like, oh my gosh, this is a really good band. Yeah. And I mean, it might I, not be, but you're like, oh my gosh, it. I I couldn't even answer. That's a. Weird question. Sorry, yeah, maybe, I maybe maybe on not that. to get too far away because I am a repeater. I mean, I know I started to well, no, count down some of those people that I've seen. Like I said, Pickler, we can talk for six hours. I don't care what. <laughs> um, At this point, we're doing it for us three and about three others out there. So. Yeah. You're, you're, you got more followers. <laughs> I have my. I've been working way too hard for you to not have more followers. So. In fact, no, I'm gonna yeah. get some more beers. You guys but need maybe. some beers? Yeah, sure. <laughs> But going, go, you know, to your question, Cal, the the band, there's a couple of groups that I don't even know. I can't come up with old timers that like took me forever to discover. But more recently, yeah, as a result, one of them, well, well, you one of them as a result, earlier. yeah, one of them as a result of this podcast is is Wilco. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many episodes people have brought. Which up. is funny because like Wilco was during college, yeah. but it was like towards the end. But you never, you didn't really. I never pick gave up. it a chance. I never right. really thought about right. it. Right. Yeah. Just one of these if you need one. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so that's a band. In fact, I listened to them on the way here that I'm, I'm trying to learn. And, and um, <clears throat> What is the name of that live album? Is it Kicking Television Live in Chicago? Yeah. It is like... I'll give that a shot then. Absolutely. Because I'm going to post something about it because it, it is. It's one of those live albums. It's like 20-some songs. It's got like all the stuff you want to hear. And it's so funny because it'll pop up. I'm like... What the hell song is this? And it's like one I can actually sing along to. I just have no idea what the yeah. name is. <laughs> so I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, the other one is probably because uh, I think you've seen him t- a couple times now. Is Greta Van Fleet? I don't. Oh. I don't know him, and so I'm I'm starting to listen in because I you know I keep hearing about him, hearing about him, but again. Well, so it started out with Highway Tune and Safari Song. I'd hear them on the radio. And I'm like, wow, they kind of sound like Zeppelin, mm. and they were from Frankenmuth. Yep, you know, like four of them. Old, I mean, literally, they are almost like a '70s band. You know, like that really good guitarist. You know, solos, drums, but that voice. And it's funny because like their newer stuff, it's almost you hear almost a bit of Rush. The way okay. you know, so but it's a, they put on an amazing show. Me and Kennedy went at the Fox, but that was in '18, so they, those guys are like 20, 21 years old. You know, and then we saw him just last year in Grand Rapids, and just the growth was amazing. And yeah, we're going September. That's 8th. awesome. Uh, just me, Kennedy, and Avery are going to LCA, so I'm super pumped about that. That's really cool. That's um, a band I definitely need to listen. Check to it out, September eighth. Go with us. You talk about another one. Back is back to back days. No, the sixth, the eighth, and the tenth. Oh. I have. Oh, Jesus. Pumpkins, Greta Van Fleet, Pearl Jam. <laughs> um. I don't want to lose track of the sun. summer this, and fall of cow. <laughs> this, hey, I'm having my own summer. Julie, Julie and I, I think it's five concerts in about two months. That yeah, I you just went to a few. I have. Been, so who uh, have you? Who have you seen recently? Uh, that you that would stand out, or yeah, uh, honestly, all, all three shows. Yeah, um, began with Kane Brown 
at Soaring Eagle. Um, I'm not I'm not a country listener no, by any stretch, but I go to plenty because that's what Julie follows, and uh-huh. he killed it. He absolutely killed it. What what an awesome show, and I will listen to him going forward. He uh-huh. was um, he was just the performance was super cool. Uh, the crowd was so uh, into him. Apparently, people love that song. Thank God. That okay. I think he sings with his wife. He or does. Something. She was there. Yeah. Well, no, because concert, uh, she sounds hot. Someone's she's pretty, pretty. Because <laughs> <pretty laughs> actually, I had a video. I posted that video on YouTube of them singing that uh-huh. song. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I didn't know that was her wife. I didn't. Yeah, that's his wife. And or his wife. I tell you what. 570 views on that thing, you know. People I, love it. I honestly had no idea. No, I, I no had idea. no idea. At first I thought his name was Cade Brown until I <laughs> looked it up. So thank God I... So the other concerts Yeah, the, the, very, the very next night, uh, Julie and I drove back uh, home, and then we drove uh, headed to Meadowbrook to see Nathaniel Ratliff and oh the Night Sweats. Gosh. And this one was for me. They're too good. Discovered, I had, I, again, I had no idea. Right. The year before, I saw him at Chris Stapleton. They, he opened oh, for Staples. Okay. Yes. So you had, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Comerica? So second, yeah. Oh, yes. wow. uh, amazing. Amazing. Hmm. And, and I did. I actually didn't really enjoy Stapleton. I felt like the place, Comerica, was too big for his yeah. style. Oh. He's amazing, but mm-hmm. just too big. It doesn't for, fit. For the energy. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but but uh, Nathaniel Ratliff opened that night and absolutely destroyed it. The energy was, it was so much I, fun. I fell in love. And I've, you know, it's one, awesome. of, it's one of those ones you talk about putting on repeat. It's all I listen to mm-hmm. uh, constantly. And so you that. are a, you said a repeater, but there's a, a, that's the first time you've ever seen them, right? Oh, no, well, statements. Yeah, and then Meadowbrook. I mean, but yeah. not really a repeater. That's one of those ones where you just get lucky. I fell into it. You fell into it. You yeah. get lucky, and the next time you come, you want to <laughs> check it out. Yeah. It, it doesn't disappoint. No, it didn't at all. I, I really that, We talked about that one, like, episodes ago. Like, I remember seeing that on the radar. I'm like, not only that, because they were at Freedom Hill on Friday, right? It was a Friday? Uh, a Meadowbrook. Or Meadowbrook on a Meadowbrook. Friday. Yeah. And yeah, that Saturday they played Kemba Live in Columbus. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, that would be like a super sweet show. You know, it's of all, all these years, that was the first time I was at Meadowbrook. Really? Yeah. Um, very, very cool venue. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know that I would want to sit in the lawn there, but... Um, the seats were awesome. Yeah. The state. Hell, I've only been in Meadowbrook a couple times. I've only been a handful of times. But yeah, it's, yeah. About, it's almost exactly half of a Pine Knob. Pine Knob yeah. 15, mm-hmm. that's yeah. about 75. But they destroyed. They were... They, they were and you awesome. actually they sat awesome. in, the, now, in now, the pavilion. So this is a little... Contra- yeah, we did. <clears throat> yeah. Um, little contradictory to what I've been saying this whole podcast is uh, he didn't interact in any way so for me it was just pure music oh and, and i don't mind that no i didn't i didn't care um i commented a couple times to julie like wow he really doesn't say mm-hmm. more i mean he maybe spoke to us you know once mm-hmm. um, i don't need to hear that i, I don't I, some of it's fine but i don't need to you know. i don't i don't i definitely but don't you know need, like, when, when, over and over again no it, but when billy corgan did talk and Columbus. Some of that was funny because yeah. yeah. I mean he was picking on himself for like his oh. last thirty years. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was actually like one of the first I, for me. It was like you actually saw him have a personality and like actually yeah. inter- truly right. interact, yeah. you know, with yeah. the crowd. So that was fun. And a week later, a week later, we went and saw Darius Rucker. Um, first time at Freedom Hill. Hey. Hey, I want to be with you. Um, 
and and a second time I've seen him. Uh, okay. Julie and I saw him maybe a year and a half or so before at the Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, this time he was good at the Fox. He was amazing. Really? At, at Freedom Hill, he was. On a, um, he is a I good, think I, really good voice. To people that. That he is. He does. Yeah, he's a really good boy. He he went. He did a lot of '90s covers. Did he? Um, so he, he really drew the crowd in, and so it was fun. He sang like Diggity and <laughs> Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> oh God, I bet that was amazing. <laughs> it was awesome. But he um, he he was just he had fun that night, and and so right. I had tons of fun. Right. Um, That's one of those times where you like you know they're really enjoying, they're having yeah. fun. Julie Julie was dancing everyone. the whole time. That's and, awesome. And, and coincidentally, the person who we sat next to uh, when we sat down, he he right away started talking to me. <laughs> this is what's fun about going back to like what's fun about concerts. It's that yeah. community thing. I agree. He was awesome. He was so much fun. He was engaging. But we were talking, and he he graduated from Churchill in '88. No shit. <laughs> yeah. That's Dude. hilarious. He's in Grand Rapids now. So and, he would he would know Paul for sure. Well, I threw some names out there, and he didn't connect. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean, Paul, Paul's Paul, right? Like, he's probably quiet, quiet this, life. Didn't, this dude's probably didn't, didn't really an, this dude's probably an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody really knew Paul. Paul, Paul. No. Those who know Paul, it's because... Paul chose to know you. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> so, I don't want to spend any time on this, but the one dud that we went to, Duran Duran. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't dislike Duran Duran. It was just the fact that we had to leave Westland, drive to the palace for Duran Duran, and I don't think we actually made three songs, did we? Ah, uh, we did. Did we? I think so. I might, I might have left early. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, you, I think you. I remember first or second episode. I remember I was driving back from uh, wherever I was. <laughs> you actually but, gave me shit in a text. What I, do you mean? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, my first call out in this shit. <laughs> He really does. Well, you definitely redeemed yourself today. <laughs> I will say that for sure. Um, but coincidentally, you know my buddy, Mike. Steve. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, Actually, t- ran into him a few times over the last couple of years at soccer and stuff oh, in yeah. high school, so it was funny to see he, him. He texted me maybe two weeks ago and said, you know, we were talking about some concerts we had seen together, and he brought up Duran Duran. He said, I remember going with Cal and Paul, and, and it, like he was piecing things together for me. I honestly yeah. I remember that. I remember going to Duran Duran. I also remember, by the way, Seeing your favorite at the palace, Sting. <laughs> did you actually see yeah, Sting? Yeah, you did. Wow. Yeah, Jill Scott opened for him. Uh, Fuck Sting. <laughs> Fuck Sting. I was actually putting that on a tee for you. <laughs> Appreciate that, Adam. No, there's no need for an asterisk on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Get me a t-shirt. <laughs> I was wondering when, when I was going to say fuck Sting. Thank you, Pick. <laughs> so actually, I still have a couple more topics here, so we're just going to keep going, fellas. Um, I just remember, you, you were telling me about a year ago, you went and saw Garth Brooks at Notre Dame. Yeah. It was like uh, almost like a Christmas special for NBC or something. Ooh, what God. was that like? Uh, well... In the winter, <laughs> outdoors in a stadium in I think, Indiana. I think if anybody ever. doesn't know, Notre Dame's in Indiana. <laughs> yes, South Bend for the one Nicaraguan. South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, uh, honestly, I've seen Garth Brooks. We now. beat Notre Dame one nothing. <laughs> yeah, every junior year, then they wouldn't play us. They wouldn't I, play I, us I, after I that. also have on record the fastest yellow card ever against Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, the fastest red card. <laughs> no, so you're at South Bend for, yeah, for Garth Brooks. Julie and I like took a road trip. November yeah. or something. So this is probably the third, I think the third or fourth time I had seen him. Um, 
He is a performer like no other. He truly is. First, shout out to Pam Kalashevsky because she was actually who I went with uh, for my first Garth Brooks concert. That's hilarious. My mother and my, you my know, sister. Actually, you Julie. know, my mom is not a concert person at all, but do you know who else she saw? Destiny's Child <laughs> opening up for Backstreet Boys. <laughs> How many people in this earth has actually seen Destiny's Child? You know, because Beyonce left the you know. <laughs> That's an episode. <laughs> That's an episode. Yeah, Backstreet Boys too. I mean, right. there's a gazillion people who saw Backstreet. Right. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Oh, but 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 Garth at Notre Dame Stadium. Um, we thought we were getting something spectacular, but I now have learned: do not go to a show that is being recorded for television because we, you know, going back to our conversation about back where he screwed up and started over, but that was by <clears throat> accident. The production of the show takes yeah. takes hold, right? And so the number of times that, that he they stopped him, they're in his ear and mm-hmm. they're telling him, "Oh, the crowd's not into it enough," or "We didn't really like the opening, anything, know, beginning of the song." You're going to need to start over. Or they'd stop him halfway, and he would just tell him, "Pick up from like the second minute," right? And so, I mean, honestly, we sat through in the worst weather. It was pouring and snowing. Yeah, it I just remember changing. I, I watched it on TV. It was unbelievable. I watch it, but I remember. It was <laughs> by the time I don't know, Julie and I sat there for three hours listening to the stops and starts. Now, granted, when he actually sang through, awesome, right, right, right of course. But, but they never, it, they didn't give him that many chances to really sing through. And he was singing a lot of covers, so he's like started the song "Let It Be" Beatles, right over and over and over again we finally just got up and left and then wow. you know we came to Gosh, find out later on that once he got through what i guess we'll, we'll call the tv songs um and they let him just play i guess you know he killed it all over again but it's like, like 1 yeah. 30, 2 o'clock yeah. in the morning by then and we were drenched head oh, to toe that had yeah, miserable. that's awesome pick i i mean there's people out there they were probably at that show oh again comment but no, i mean i love that yeah, actually awesome. you know it's funny that you you almost call it as a watch out because i would think like and i thought about this like those old unplugs like mtv mm-hmm. like oh my god that would be amazing to be at and i know i mentioned i think it was the Lindsay episode i probably mentioned like eight times on that episode <laughs> but I was, at that point in time like i was like devouring as much information and like allison chains that was yeah. out there and the one thing I read was, I mean, to me, again, I might take shit for this, but I put the Alice in Chains Unplugged over Nirvana. Mm. Like, I think that one is them, well, that's like, them. at their best, you know? Yeah. Nirvana is so good. They're, whatever. Well, Nirvana I mean, hit a lot of covers. Yeah. Most of that Unplugged was a bunch of covers. But then I was like reading up and they're like, well, they actually played Sludge Factory like five times before, Uh, you know, so like, (laughs) it's like those things you see the end product and oh my God, it would be amazing to be there. But then you talk to you who was actually there and you're like, oh my God, it was miserable. I'd rather just see him, you know, like in Roanoke or something, you know, like not in that (laughs) cool event. Yeah. If I, if I, it's a cool event for everyone at the end who gets to see it on TV, it ends up not being that cool. Knew then what I know now, I would not never do something. The experience, fantastic. Wouldn't, wouldn't take it away. It gives me a story to talk about, right? Damn, that's, that's, 
Can I get back to, by the way, but I, I still haven't answered the question because I feel like I'm going to be I felt like I didn't know if you were ready, so I was giving you time. Yeah, I, I wasn't we're ready going back. either, and I still don't have an answer. Go ahead, Pick. <laughs> That's fine, Neil. I, I want to talk, right. about, I wanna talk about the band that... We uh, talked about... I forget. We did mention something earlier where we're all kind of connected on this one. Yeah, you yeah. don't like Go ahead. the National at all. And you don't it's, like it's, someone it's else. It's not a hate. Well, not hate. It's but not a hate. I remember Keith is the one that talked never, about because it's Cincinnati. You, I well, no, it's one of those things you don't understand. Yeah. Kind of the interest in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not quite there on the national. Mm-hmm. I probably haven't given them enough of a, an opportunity. It doesn't matter. Now, now I will say this for the national. They sing a song with uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift right? Um, the Alcott. Awesome. So no, that's, that's going to be the no, second Taylor Swift on my playlist. It's not the Alcott. It's not? No, that's another girl. Well, it's you know recent. what? I don't know what song it is, but. I will say the on the radio not. it said the Alcott and it said Taylor Swift on the radio. Are you serious? On my little thing. But the, Googler, right. the Googler could be wrong. Googie, Googie. Well, before I even answer the question, um, number two on your list, but Exile's number one. There's no better. That was so funny when you said that to me. <laughs> but of course, all people like that song is you. Yeah, <laughs> Exile with uh, Taylor Swift and like Bon Iver or whatever. However you say it. Yeah, oh, it's Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Yeah. Yeah. Bon Iver. Yeah. But the band that I just never understood, didn't get it, didn't like the Birkenstock feel of it all, was Dave Matthews. Okay. I just never, no interest in seeing them live. Never really listened. So to you them. never did see them live ever. No, no. It, no I doubt get, that's an experience. I mean, how could it not be for the no. age we were at, especially? No, and I, I definitely understand. It's not for everyone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I think that you should like. <laughs> I, was a, I was a, I was a bigger fan earlier on, first couple albums, and then over time it was. You know, I was telling you earlier, it just kind of my interest waned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, and then, yeah. then the only, Those actually, me and first Paul. First two, three albums are amazing. Oh, yeah. I think he's a better actor than <clears throat> performer. <I don't> know. <laughs> well, me and Paul went to, I won tickets on the radio, and oh. it was Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds, but it was just those two. Huh. So, like, that was amazing. To that was. Because I don't even remember. Small Bi- little venue or? Pine Knob. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, they released so many discs together or yeah. albums together, just Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds. And then they actually, that was what the tour was. And I actually won fucking tickets on the radio. Never done that in my life. Hmm. Won two tickets from 107.1. And it was literally those two with their acoustic guitars and just jamming and played every single, like, hit that, I bet. that Dave Matthews had. Again. And then, of course, some covers. Goes which, back to like who you like, right? But you know what? Yeah. I would never go see Dave Matthews' band ever again. The only reason I went to that is because, one, I won it, and two, it was like him and Tim Reynolds. Yeah. If it was just Dave Matthews, yeah. yeah, we would have gone, but it wouldn't have been like, mm. wow, awesome. But I would never see him again. They, were, they come every summer. I've never gone. The last okay. time I saw them together was Comerica. It was fucking horrible. Really? It was awful. And at that point, I was like, you know what? I think I'm done. Uh, and I kind of like divorced myself from them a little bit at that time. Yeah. I just saw, well, not just saw, but I was talking to Colin. I think you guys all know Colin. Yep. Yeah, yeah. One of our neighbors. Paris. And <laughs> if you've ever met him, I guarantee you've never said a word to him. And he... Because he won't stop talking. He likes, <laughs> I don't know if you caught on that. <laughs> he, likes, he likes Dave Matthews, but we slow. went to a concert together. Me, Colin, Paul, Leah, whatever. Uh-huh. And he goes, they never played any of their big hits at that 
concert. And I'm like, they didn't play Crash? They didn't play... He's like, no. And I was there. I mean, I, mean, I was... Wasted, <laughs> you know? I go, Ants Marching, Satellite? And he's like, no! They didn't play... So I no, looked up. So I looked it up. What? But they never freaking played... They didn't play anything. They Are played, you serious? They, yeah. But I, you know what? They I played 20 that. songs. And I'm like, he's right. They did not play Ants Marching. They did not play freaking Satellite. I this noticed in that 2019. I noticed that the other day. I went through and I just happened to see a set list, and I'm like, I know two songs out of 23. I don't. I, I knew. Back at it. Um, so, Pickler, we always haven't been aligned on music. <laughs> I will say that you have been more than willing to be open. And receiving to bands that I've brought to the table. Yep. And I will say I've also been completely guarded and put a wall up for anything <laughs> you've brought to the table. No, not not really. You but you actually cold play. <laughs> no, you two. I, I reverse on it's Foo Fighters, but you do love them too. But no, but Coldplay, you actually totally turned me. You said. Emily liked them, but you're like, if you see them live, they will change your mind. And they did. Yep. So when I look back at it, that's probably the one where I knew everything, but I never was into them, so I could actually say them just as easily as the National. Real quick, I heard Speed of Sound on the way here, and what a really good song. Uh, I mean, people are like, oh, but it's a really good song. Go. And they, well, and they one, it's one of those, it's where really they just have fun. They do. You can tell mm-hmm. they're having a blast. It's a good there. message. And that's fun. like, for me, the Lumineers. Yeah. That's another band you can tell they're just up there. I would love there. to see them. I've not. Next Friday. <laughs> another the 25th. <laughs> Julie, sorry, I'm booked. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, me, Emily, Kennedy, Avery, Elena, and Moose are all going. Really? Uh, he's not because that's Paul's uh, touchdown league draft. Yeah. Oh, but next okay. Friday. Huh? They're playing Pine Knob. We went so I gotta put my dates together in my head right now. We'll talk yeah. after more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but the one time I remember we were in East Quad, we were in my room, and I had my super fancy like <laughs> six disc change uh, radio. It was a nice one. It was. You could put them in. It would fucking go through all six of them and just fucking be random. So you would only hear like the same band six songs in a row instead of twelve. <laughs> but anyway, I will never forget. I owned that thing, and no one put shit in it without my okay, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> this guy walks in, and he puts a disc in there, and I don't even think it was on random. I think he put that bitch right in and just play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what was it? Fucking air supply. <laughs> air supply. And I told him, what did I tell you before you put that thing in there? Don't put it in. I told him, don't put it in. What did I tell you what happened if you put it in? I'm going to throw it. What happened? He, he put it, it in. I immediately took it out and I threw like a frisbee across the room. I calmed down a little bit like three years later. Right, I right him, in the middle of making love out of nothing. You can make every tackle at the sound of the whistle. You can make all your stadiums rock. <laughs> and like I said, I finally, you know, about three years later, I think I apologized for being a jerk. No, I didn't think, think that. I, it was the very next day. It was. But no, I'll never forget that. As I rubbed my CD. To yeah, sure it, it didn't okay. break. It, did not. it wasn't like Quinter, it. It wasn't like Quinter's it. CD when someone stepped on and shattered it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who would ever step on a CD and it shattered? Templer accidentally stepped on one and quit his CD and shattered. This story. No, no. It was me. Oh, <laughs> it was me. It wasn't me. That's like, you were long gone. No. This was wasn't like my me. fifth and a half year. <laughs> what was it? Shaggy. What Shaggy. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think it was Pickler. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to own up to it. I think I was the one that accidentally stepped on it and shattered it. Because at that point, I had really blown up a little bit. Sorry, Quinter. We owe you a shaggy fucking CD, apparently, from like 94. So, hey. Is that worse than your original shout out? Because that's the first time you mentioned Quinter. <laughs> Quinter, I love you, bro. I love Quinter. It's so fucking funny. Old times. We'll get him here eventually. We'll get him him down south. He's in TC? Somewhere up there in that area. Um, All right, right, so, Peckler, I do want to have to say thank you. I do appreciate, like, you are, like, one of our biggest supporters. I know you always tell people about, especially, like, People that we were always connected to that you see that I don't see anymore or, or Neil or whatever. Yeah. But the one thing, like, you called me out of the blue. We always have a party, like, the third week in June. Because it's right in between my, my kids' birthdays, Kenny and Avery. Paul's birthday is right around there. My sister-in-law's birthday is right around there. So we always have a party, and it's Balloon Fest. Mm-hmm. You know, and howl here so all the hot air balloons fly. And every single year, since we, I always say we have a quorum, even though it's more like four to five people at this party, we always pull our fantasy football draft lottery, the order that we all draft in. And it wasn't more than maybe three days or so that I think you contacted me. Okay, well, how 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 long does it take to edit and put a, an episode together? And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> if everything goes well, it's like a few hours, really, you yeah. know. Um, and then you're like, we should do the draft lottery from your party as an episode, like a YouTube special. And I just mentioned to Neil, and we were like, oh my god, that is like the best idea ever. <laughs> and uh, and so you were totally on board with it. I mean, our league's been around for like 30 years. So it went from, you know, like tracking stats and newspapers. Yep. So now we actually have a YouTube special <laughs> announcing our draft lottery. And you guys killed it. Oh, my God. You know, you for, absolutely, so, it was awesome. So that was, was hilarious. that was the same day we recorded the Echon episode. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, we doubled that. Yes, because it's like Good. we're doing the episode, then Echon was hanging out after for the to party a little bit as much as he could. Well, Neil had golfed, was it 9 or 18 that morning? 18, yeah. Neil shows up a fucking bloody wreck. I will say held his own during the Echon episode. Because I know how he felt, because I felt like that during the Lindsay and Jeff one. Mm-hmm. And then promptly went up to our spare bedroom and passed out for like four hours. Missed the entire party. That's a Neil we know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then at this point, we're 
I'm trying to scramble to do this show, and like you know, it's getting like five thirty, and I told Paul, he's like, all right, we got to do it. I'm like, all right, well, Paul, me and you are in. I look at Bob, I'm like, Neil's still sleeping. I go, you're gonna have to be on and at least just sit there because it's just not gonna be me and Paul. All of a sudden, Ezra like putting this all together. Who comes walking downstairs? Here's Neil, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. And which reminded me, remember that one draft where he was passed out <laughs> in the lawn? Yes. And then he came next in, in that, right next and to he that. literally <laughs> woke up like five minutes before the draft started, drafted his team, and just kept going. That's probably you the year that one. It probably, <laughs> like it probably was. You won more than me. Back. You won more than me. <laughs> That was a fun episode. My only regret, obviously, is that I, I wasn't here, you were here. But, Well, but, no, but it honestly, was so much fun because everyone that was here, we brought them off camera. So you had all the chatter going did, on yeah. in the back, and we were just kind that of was going. That was you fun. did. You, and, uh, that episode was good. Oh, I loved it. Like, yeah. how much did Paul love it? <laughs> After, he's like, I think we, I don't know, he's like, I don't know what you think, but you got all the gear. I think we come in to do like a once a month fantasy show. From here, from here, from your basement. That. We have talked about that for a long time. We Paul should do it. That would be fun, but. I mean, you guys should do it. I mean, I would be a fan. Well, yeah, no, 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 you still kind of play soccer and do other yeah. things. I don't do dick. <laughs> so this is my thing. I don't really golf. I don't do other things. And it involves my family, you know. Um, some more than others. Some I try to do those sorts of things that don't allow me to look like I did back in 1993 in the winter. <laughs> like, those are the things. But no. I'm not really winning that battle. But <laughs> No, I know. So, one, before we, we move on to kind of some of the upcoming shows and wind down, I had a fun fact because this blew my mind about a month ago. And I know this definitely is in our wheelhouse. Remember uh, Digital Underground? Yep. So, the Humpty Dance yep. and then, what is it, Same Old Song or whatever, which is the one I like more than Humpty okay. Dance. Damn. Did you know that Tupac... Was a member of Digital Underground? No idea. Listen to same Maybe, old song, but and they actually call out something like about Tupac coming up, and then he has a whole verse in same old song by Digital Underground. He was like 18, 19 years old, well, first starting out. Eighteen was probably sixteen. But, but whatever, yeah. yeah whatever. But then, like, was with those guys and ended up going off on his own. I had never known that no until idea. like a month ago. Had no idea until I heard that song, and of course it's blowing my mind. I'm in the car and I'm trying to get my whole family to listen to this one part, and then of course, like three times in a row, when it gets to that part, one of them starts talking. Five, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, fuck it. That'll, it's Tupac. Listen to it on your own time. <laughs> that'll be my listen on the ride home. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like to me. I always like to do fun facts, and that fun was fact. <laughs> So, we are definitely winding down, and when we wind down, we always talk about shows that are coming up. I know you have two coming up. We talked about you two in yep. Vegas at the Sphere, which I am jealous. I would go to that. I would have. Not a YouTube fan. Did you keep to. inviting me? But I've also seen what you paid, so I don't know if I yeah. will be able to join you there. But no, I'm we were sorry. actually, we just went to Vegas. That was like our family vacation, yeah. and we went to the Grand Canyon. Awesome. And we stayed at like the Holiday Inn uh, Resort thing, because I had points and stuff. Yeah. But it's literally right at the Sphere. A block away. And yeah. they were like 
building it and everything and then the very last day i'm like loading up the car to head to the airport and they had the whole thing lit up that's cool and then since then i've seen where they had it like lit up looking exactly like a basketball yep and like they can do all this interactive shit on the outside so it's a little bit amazing to see like when bands play if they like interact all the all the virtuals i've seen of of when was the last time you were in vegas just actually i was there for work do you, a few months did ago. you head to Fremont Street anytime recently? Or? Uh, let's say right before the pandemic, Jacob, actually, his team was there, and we stayed in, uh, down in uh, Fremont. Where'd you stay? Lady Luck? I think. The D? Or the D? No, it wasn't the D. So We checked out the D. That yeah. was super cool. You know, Andy Yeah, was in there, and they got the Kony. It's a totally different experience, right? Oh, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very cool. Our kids, that was their favorite part, like being yeah. down there and just like the craziness of and, it. And you remember, guys, we all remember, right? Like traveling with your team and having a good time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, parent, back then, our parents all getting to know mm-hmm. each other. Kids, teammates having a blast. That's that's yeah. what it was about. My dad, Ryan Max's dad, getting hammered. With Dan. <laughs> yeah, right. What the fuck? <laughs> Cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, so the Vegas one will be the... So where are you going to with that? I am. I will actually be in San Diego for work that week. Okay. I'm going to fly from San Diego to Vegas, and I'm going to meet... He's hot. He's, he's big time, because he ain't driving to San Diego. That's only like a few hours, so he's going to fly. $100 on Southwest. <laughs> I, look, I did look up a rental. <laughs> flight was cheaper <laughs> of course picked it. I, everything's about money to me. oh absolutely, absolutely. Uh, i got you. uh i'm gonna meet you you may know the name of my buddy jason um uh bodewine yes do. absolutely yeah i so, remember the name i know i've actually met him probably once or twice i've seen this will be the third i remember that name from like three decades ago yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so this will be actually the third time he and i are seeing you too oh so, okay. so i'm in cleveland one time um where the browns play whatever yep, progressive yep. Yeah. Um, very cool show. That was the Joshua Tree tour. That was the the, the oh, anniversary yeah. tour. Oh, anniversary. Um, okay. And then I saw Mitty's up at uh, Michigan's uh, Spartan Stadium. Okay. Also, when black. was that? Twelve years ago. I think was it was. That? I feel like that was a long time. I think ago. it was eleven. Yeah. Okay. I'll snip in real quick. I remember Pickler. You actually bought me a ticket, I believe, for a U two show. Back in like early 2000s. Coldplay. No, no, but it was oh, you two too. I did. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was like $100. I'm like, I can't make it. <laughs> like, you're like, it's $100. I'm like, and yeah, I think you bought me one. I think somebody else took it up. Yeah, it wasn't Coldplay. Really? Oh, okay. You too, yeah. Because you guys were supposed to go to Coldplay together too. Yes, we did. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and then. Work got in the way for me. and Yeah, and then I actually went with uh, that another friend. That seems to be a common theme <clears throat> today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the U two concert. I remember like, yeah, Neil, just go. I think it was actually one hundred and fifty dollars. Like, really? Yeah, it was back like right that's when we got out of college. That's deep, especially back then. Yeah, you know what? It was very. We all have our ones. We talked about. I mean, just yesterday, Pearl Jam. I'm not even gonna say what I spent, <laughs> especially for a lawn ticket, because it's embarrassing. But I haven't been there in 22 years. I 20 would years. Love to see them. You know, would love to. Yeah, Pearl Jam. They're, they're, they're would the you say that your down. favorite song is "The Older Woman Behind the Counter"? <laughs> You say? Are, are you? I want to hear it. <laughs> no. Hello. Oh, no, it's Hello. <laughs> we'll get him going. We'll get him going. Young girls. <laughs> a violin. Sinner. 
<laughs> All right, so some concerts come. Neil, you got something coming up. Oh yeah, so I, brand new. Yeah, someone that I've always loved, a newer band that I kind of heard on the radio yeah. years ago. So if you guys have ever heard of the band called the Revivalists, absolutely. They're freaking. They've been around for a, a bit now. I mean, we're in 2023 right now. They they've had stuff seven eight years ago what is it like if i knew when i was young or whatever I, yeah that was the first song i heard and that one sealed oh, the deal for me that song and, jams well for me it also went back because my youngest daughter kennedy she made me this book years ago and like one of the things was and i remember this one specifically was like if anything i wish i would have known you when you were little mm-hmm. and then this song came out like right at that almost same time and, it's and it just resonated with me, and then everything they've ever I've heard by them, I just love it. I love. There's the some great freaking. I don't know them. That's what I love about them. Uh-huh. Yes, the revivalist. Yeah. Amazing. So where are you going? We're going to Hamilton, sweet, sweet, sweet Hamilton, Ohio. Well, better than Hamilton. And that's seats right outside. You there's see, a, go see Jacob. Yeah, there's a festival. <laughs> it's better than Hamilton, I, Ontario. I don't know what the true. festival is called, but it's Young September twenty second, which is a Friday. And then it's St. Paul and the Broken Bones, which is kind of a, I would describe them as like soul, um, pump up, you know, like not pump up, but a guitar. They almost sound like a Motown band. Hmm. Okay. You know? Who are they? St. Paul and the Broken Bones. They play Friday, Revivalists are Saturday, and it's a festival. They're the headliners each. Oh, Okay. So that'll be fun. That'll that's where I'm Just going. Festival September twenty second. And see a show. That's my next show. You I know, believe. but and, and you're going with Lindsay and Jeff. Yeah, Lindsay and Jeff. And but you know what? That like sounds like something like they would do, right? <clears throat> you know, like they're kind of like the local yeah stuff that kind of almost obscure like that. Like Billy Strings, never even heard of. Him. Oh, I know he's we, from Michigan. All I was saw up Pine Knob and it's like I was hanging. Where they were at and. I was hanging with Jeff and Lindsay last night, and that's how that not that's how. But no, like, strings is not on the freaking radio, and we're freaking just not the radio. But like but Saint the, Paul, the Broken Bones, like yeah. he's like, no, I've never heard of them. I'm sure Jeff and Lindsay. Have. I've been writing, <laughs> been writing all these bands down as we as you said. They're that. a badass band. So the one that I actually really am interested in is Death Cab for Cutie hmm. at Meadowbrook, September seventeenth. It's a Sunday, and it's like. It's one of the. I would almost put him like Nathaniel Rateliff, only in the regard that I probably know like eight to ten songs, and you like don't even know you real like realize you know that much. And that song Gold Rush is awesome. Yeah. And then there's this song I forget what it is, and I played it for him. I'm like, what do you think about this song? And it's something about like following you into the darkness. And it's basically, the first line is something about like your partner dying, and that how you're going to follow them. But I just. To me, it's not the lyrics. It's the music. music. It's the uh-huh. sound of the voice. Yep. It's all. So, before I have a, a list called My Girl, and then I'll put some of these songs on there that I like. And I'm like, and I thought about putting this one on there, but it seems kind of dark. So I played it one day. I'm like, what do you think about this? She's like, um, isn't it like about suicide? It seems kind of <laughs> dark. I'm like, I, go, I know, but I like the music. music. And actually, it's like, 
But if you die, I'm going to die right after you. It's like a nice thing. It's a love story. <laughs> it was like almost like a Romeo and Juliet type thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, get your shit together. That's what my wife about. actually wishes for me. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about my girl. Um, and then I had glorious sons, which I don't know if you guys. I do are, not know that. You mentioned that earlier. I don't. There's a couple of songs that me and Emily like, and one mm-hmm. was called SOS, Sawed Off Shotgun, and it's like, I'll almost call it like an anthem type song. Okay. And then there was another one, I don't even know the name of it, but they're at Royal Oak Music Theater, so I was like, you know what, that'd be a cool show to just go to Royal Oak, hang out, catch a show, whether you even hang out for the whole thing, you know, hopefully you, you know, get to see what you, what you went for at least, right? And then 1975 on Halloween. Wow. So me, Kennedy, Avery, and Emily went to see them at Come Alive 1975. And I was never super familiar, but Kennedy and Avery were huge fans of the time. Okay. They were like 15 and 13. Avery, Avery talked about the amount of... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was such a cool show. It was a small venue. It was outdoors. But like, I didn't realize like how big they are now. Oh. I mean, they're playing LCA on Halloween. I mean, you get into the stadiums, right? Or the yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so those are the ones I had. I mean, what else are you going to? So we mentioned YouTube, but there was another one I thought that you had. It is. And I wasn't that familiar with who this artist uh, is. Another country artist. Okay. Old, Old Dominion. Okay. Oh, oh, that's right. Old Dominion. Old Dominion. So a band I don't know. Again, this, Julie mm-hmm. like follows country, yeah. and I enjoy going to the concerts. Um this will be the second time. So I see everyone at least twice. Where um, where are they playing? They are at LCA. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. in September. And then, so the first time we saw them was in the middle of the pandemic um, up in Traverse City at um, the baseball stadium. Seeds Bitters oh, okay. or whatever they're called. Cherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, huh. And they were phenomenal. They, they, I mean, again, another another well, band that gets amazing. it from an audience. Like you said, like, so you're not really into it, but you see them a couple of times. But at that point, you're kind of at the mercy of who you're going with. But yeah. you know, you know what? Last time I had a good time, why wouldn't I this time? And mm-hmm. then eventually you yeah. might get to the point like, I'm done with these people. Yeah. Or you just keep going. Yeah. They're, they're I mean, I, you said you called yourself a repeater, and I <laughs> love that term. Because mm-hmm. I'm a repeater and I'm a new timer. Yeah. And I'll say I've become more of a repeater at times. You know, obviously, Smashing Pumpkins three times in about a year. Right. At ben Harper. But you know what? I haven't seen Ben Harper in like five years. You're going, He's, though, right? Yeah, I'm going. Okay. And it's Royal Oak Music Theater. So his sound within that theater. And I'm going with Maxi, so that's just going to be even cooler, right? Um, but, I've, not been, I've not been to Royal Oak. Oh, it, dude, it's like a bar. Okay. Like, when I was yeah. first getting tickets, you can actually sit at a table. So, with six small, seats. 200 people? I mean, no. Um, no. Maybe a no. couple thousand. I mean, it, oh, does, okay. it does have yeah. the up, yeah, you know, like the balcony seat. I would say a couple thousand. Yeah. But the, the, the main floor is not big. No. The main no. floor is maybe 500. Okay. You know. Maybe Tommy a J750. Tommy James and the Chandels are playing. A little bigger than uh, at the, music the Token Lounge. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Tell you what, the Token, they still bring them in, dude. I saw Quiet Right. I know you did. I know <laughs> you did. Right. You know who's coming, though? Corey Feldman. Oh, dude, I already got a Christmas present. And we ordered me a Corey Feldman Funko Pop. <laughs> Seriously. They only made three grand of them. 3000 Really? 
Call of Duty worth like. He's Call of Duty. I got it for eighty. It's probably gonna be worth like three thousand dollars then. Well, I got it for eighty. It's gonna be worth at least sixty five years from now. But no, I mean, it's so iconic, and I'm like, holy shit, they're only making three grand. I mean, I could always get one from China you for like five bucks. Go see it live and take it. That's hilarious. <laughs> When's he coming? Uh, October, maybe. Really? Maybe. See, I mean, you can joke all you want, but he was in some, like... Well, he's iconic, Iconic right? movies. Yeah. Um, he's been through a ton of shit. He's come out on the other yeah. side, but most of them Absolutely. have and he has his... And you band. know what? He, he's got his band. He doesn't really act anymore, but he seems to be probably in a good space. And I would love to go to the Token Lounge and let him know that I bought his Funko Pop <laughs> and that I have this Tune yes. Dudes and Killer Tune podcast with my buddy And, Neil. and I used to live three blocks away, yep. and I'm here with you. Mm-hmm. What can we do, bro? Yep. That would be awesome. So, Corey Feldman, where are you at? <laughs> what up, see you? We're going to put some, some mentions on the social. <laughs> Absolutely. So, we are at the end here. Pickler, I think this is probably definitely the longest episode. And yeah. I feel like we could well, continue we, to keep going. For, we went into it, but that's all right. No. We're it, supposed to. That's why I, we have uh, friends here. And This is this was the deep dive, hard-hitting two dudes where we really dug into some <laughs> stuff with the old college days and I, stuff. I, I feel yeah. like I... Uh, I'm, the sound is going to be a little thrown because I feel like I just laughed. <laughs> no, no, I think you did a great job. We've you always wanted like to have you on, and I think the, the only thing holding us back from was having me. you on was more you than anything. Um, this has been an absolute you guys blast to both of you. Truly, I know I said it beforehand, but you know I think it's awesome. I am your number one fanboy. <laughs> I, I do tell everybody I can, Cal, the fact that you had this idea and you went for it. I is super cool. I mean, you stretch yourself, and I, I you know, for something. And that I you tell love. you what, it is fucking a million times better than writing a book, which was my <laughs> original plan for this so, thing, like twenty five years ago. You know, yeah, yeah. not to cut you off. No, but absolutely, cut me off. Pick. You came here a little nervous and like, oh, I don't know what to do. How was it actually sitting down? It's fantastic. Once my toes started to. Okay, <laughs> but it was it wasn't bad. No, like, you no, know, this like, was awesome. Right, guys, right, right away, we're just we just get into it. You guys kill it. You do. No, you, you, and you the preparation and and, right. and well, yeah, like I said, I mean, it was like and telling stories. That's all we're doing. The eleventh hour, but I was to be honest, a lot of this was already put together because I'm already working on season two. So a lot of people, <laughs> six to twelve people, I already have this put together. It was just a matter of getting the goddamn printer figured out. Yep. But, uh, no, thank you for being here. I couldn't thank you enough. I've had an absolute blast. We actually see each other quite a bit. Yep. But it feels like we've caught up on 30 years, even though we talk about these goddamn stories, like, every time we see <laughs> each other, right? But now, yeah. But, um, and to be honest, I've said this to numerous people, I could see having you on again, if it ain't season two, season three, because... Um, I figure we're at least going to go to the Lumineers or Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, we got first week of September is apparently booked. <laughs> <laughs> right. we're, we're booked solid, boys. We're booked solid. And tell you what, Ben, you just mentioned about listening to Ben Harper recently because we've been talking about him more. October 10th, Royal Oak, you've never been there. Have you ever seen Ben Harper? I've not. I've not. Uh, so we'll keep it going a little bit. So <laughs> I understand, and even Niels told me, he's not a huge Ben Harper fan I don't you would always go see him yes for me 
the part that sold me with him was like his early years and he's got that sit down slide guitar and he just jams and then in Royal Oak Music Theater, I mean, it just fills that out. And then his voice is very... Yes. I mean, it's a strong voice. I don't know him. No, he I know. A very, then, very good voice. But then it'll be like, after a few songs like that, he pulls out an acoustic guitar. Mm. And he slows it down and like... Has, chill. But still has that voice mm. that he can pull off either all the way across both of that, you know. And that's why I put him in my forever, my forever five. You know, and even some of his newer stuff I'm not that familiar with, but it's just that I'm like, based on what I know intimately, mm-hmm. I'd put in my Forever Five, and all this shit's just gravy because it's going to be like new when I get to this fucking island when I'm about ready to die, <laughs> right? You know, so. That's cool. I honestly, you talk, I know we're hanging up here, but uh, the Forever it Five. It doesn't matter. I, I switch my five almost every day. Oh. I think about it constantly. Well, so we <laughs> talked about that with Maxie in episode four. And I think it was, well, it was, that was Cinco de Mayo. We recorded with him, remember? Yeah. It was Cinco de Mayo, we recorded with him, <laughs> and he showed up. Actually, he's got a Bronco, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> Except gray. Um, but it was from that point in time, and I released that episode, like, two months later. Because I didn't commit to anything on the episode. I didn't commit to anything. And all of a sudden, I did this, and I... Finally, kind of went through it all and buckled down. So watch it if you haven't seen it yet. I will, because I, I think you might find mine a little interesting. I think some are probably super obvious. <laughs> Pumpkins. Pumpkins. I'll leave you with that one, but the other four might you might be. Oh, I'll take a listen. I and told then, you that uh, one surprised me. I, I feel like I've seen everything. Well, that was a YouTube uh, special, yeah, okay. so we didn't release it on the actual as a podcast. Yeah. Because um, Neil wasn't there. You know, to be honest, we were taking a break from recording. I was kind of drunk and lonely, and I <laughs> recorded an episode by myself, so I brought the picture of Neil out where he looks like Danny DeVito. <laughs> where are you at, Dan's DeVito? What's up, DeVito? And he had a beer and a spitter ready to go, but he didn't have much to say that time. I think, I think Neil needs to do an episode as Danny DeVito. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, so, That's I don't want to read it forever, but we have a great get picture of Danny DeVito. <laughs> We have a semi-great picture because it's him with someone else where he's dressed as George Costanza. Oh, I'm Costanza. Oh, no. He actually shaved his head and had the halo. He had the coat where he rolled the sleeves and it's got like the brown corduroy. Mm. And he's with and, Gina in the picture. And I think she's a devil. And and I did uh, Alan from... Uh, the hangover. The hangover. <laughs> we had the long hair, the shaggy I think beard. I remember that one. And he had the baby <laughs> carrier and, and everything. So, all right. So, we are definitely at the end here. Pickler, thank you so much. Yeah, Neil, thanks, Adam. Great Appreciate fucking it. job again. Make sure everyone gets out to the socials. Yep. I'm not going to fucking mention it again. Go to YouTube, subscribe to it. The 100th subscriber might get our very last t shirt. Believe it or not, we oh had five gosh. to start with, Neil, but we've gotten rid of four now. Mm-hmm. So we have one left. We have no idea who lucky number 100 is going to be on YouTube, but get out there and do it. I can't even believe that happened. I know. It's, it's been insane since wow. the last episode where we only sold one. Like, we've hit three more. I'm shocked. And it's like, 
When you're Bam! when you're good, you're good. Absolutely. <laughs> so no, but get out there on the socials. Check us out on YouTube, our channel there, Instagram, uh, obviously LinkedIn, and uh, Neil's definitely helping support us on Facebook too. So check oh, it I, out. I'll put it out. There. Episode twelve with Adam Pickler or Sweet Pickles. Number twelve at UD too. Number twelve. <laughs> this was not. He is going to be planned. dropping on August 29th, Tuesday, Perfect. August 29th. And then we'll go from there. Thank you, everyone. Peace. Thanks for us. Appreciate it.